Oh, hey, I didn't see you there. Welcome to... Is that a joke? I'm Tiff. And I'm Chris. And we play in some fucking games. Yes, specifically today is going to be a name game episode because all of our games are more or less name-based this time <laughs> in this episode, except for our little warm-up. You, lo- you are horny for the alphabet. Sorry, the ABC game, as some people probably call it. That's not the one we're doing Oh, today. yeah. We're I doing forgot. the sentence game. Which one's that, then? That is the one where we just try to form a sentence with each of us saying one word. Oh, boy. Okay. But this time, I'm going to change it up a bit. Okay. I'm going to give us a little theme right off the top. Okay. And you're never going to believe it. Okay. The theme is names. <laughs> so we're going to make a sentence based on that. Now, do you want to go first? I do. You... Okay, then you go. Angela. Is... A. Really. Big. Name. <laughs> Period. <laughs> That's it. Angela's a really big name. All right, do, Tiffany, do let's try this. Do you want to try? Yeah. Okay. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> My. Mom. Was. Never. There. For. Me. And. I. Am. Really. Sad. About. Pancakes that are my dad <laughs> recipe. Well, dad recipe? Fuck you. <laughs> I thought you said dad's. No, it was one dad. All right, then. Recipe. <laughs> I'm calling that one quits. <laughs> what, 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 what was even that sentence? <laughs> I just remember we said Angela is a big name. <laughs> that was the first one we moved on. <laughs> You know, I, I think we're good. I think, we I, get... think, I think we're warmed. I believe so. So good. So now we're getting to the next portion. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to name a movie that I believe Tiffany has not seen. Yes. Because I've seen quite a few movies that she hasn't. Rude. And then on the counter end, Tiffany is going to name a book that mm-hmm. she believes I have not read. Because she has read quite a few books. And you I... hate books. That's. <laughs> I don't want that on the record. <laughs> you, hate... you said books should die. We should burn them all. I don't believe I said that. You've never said we should burn books. Yes, I'm not a book burner. I know. I felt guilty, but I thought it was funny. Well, thank you for backpedaling like a coward. It makes you a good friend and a terrible comedian. I'll never backpedal again, then, motherfucker. Name a movie. All right, then. That is a new element of our friendship. Don't worry about it. Ghost World. Okay, so. The year is 2048. Blah, blah, blah. And everyone's dead. <laughs> okay. It is a world full of ghosts. Okay. People are only ghosts. Mm-hmm. They do not remember back when they had corporeal forms. Mm-hmm. And Megan, just a small town girl, moving to the city. No, not even a little bit. I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you've given us a setting and you've introduced one character. I think there is a girl... I think this is a predominantly white movie. I think it's got names like Megan. And I think uh, she is just trying to live her ghost life and survive. But then she learns, a la The Matrix, they're not really ghosts. And now, are you saying she learns this in The Matrix or in the movie Ghost World? She watches The Matrix and learns <laughs> that it's all a lie. No, no, no. She learned this because she is in The Matrix, but it's not The Matrix. It's the ghost world. (laughs) So the ghost world is the Matrix? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's just a Matrix ripoff about ghost people. All right. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, 
I don't want to know the real one. I'm not going to tell you. Cool. I, this is what I wanted. Yeah. All right. Get me with a hit me with a book title. City of Brass. All right. A marching band <laughs> is stuck in a post-apocalyptic San Francisco, and the leader of their band, uh, Jacques. Ooh. He is a uh, he is a man who has wanted to be a trombone player. Would you call him a man with a plan? I believe it is my time, Tiffany. I'm so sorry. I wanted to rhyme. <laughs> it's okay. There, there, there will be a time for rhymes. All right. So Jacques, the band leader, his bands are stuck post-apocalyptic San Francisco. He's wanted to play trombone his whole life, but he's stuck playing the little baby clarinet. Mm-mm. So he realizes in the town of these vegan hipsters, the only sound that can put them off is band covers of Pearl Jam songs. <laughs> so they just got to constantly be playing like Jeremy and stuff like that. But in, yeah, but in marching band formation. Oh, I hate that. And eventually, eventually our man Jacques learns to play the trombone only for the love of his life, Melisandre, to, <gasps> to betray him. And she's the one who takes up the trombone because she's no. been studying the whole time. Oh my god! City of Brass. Oh, okay, okay. Coming twenty twenty four. Give right. me another one. Okie dokie. Uh, let's say Aug- No, I've said this title before. Sorry. If uh, it was August Rush, I actually have seen that movie. Wow, that is good to know. <laughs> it wasn't that. Okay, sorry. I just wanted you to know. I've weirdly seen that movie. That is weird, but yeah. fair enough. Like on my own time. Wow. Yeah. But we'll no, talk about it later. I've got one for you. It's called Get Shorty. Black movie. Gotta get that girl. Gotta get Shorty. Because, see, everybody's been after her. She's so smart. She's out there. She's gonna go to college. It's their senior year of high school. He's had a crush on her since they were kids. But she's always just thought they were gonna be friends. But then he makes a plan. Who is he? I don't know. But he makes a plan. Okay. And he is going to get Shorty because he wants her to see him. Not even just him. Scratch that. He wants her to see herself the way he sees her because she is like, no one really appreciates me. She has a hard life. Don't do this. It's my time. Okay. There will be time for questions later. That's what I was also told. Okay. You're right. So, she is very smart. She's living her life on the wrong side of the tracks because that's all we can get as black people sometimes. And in media, sorry, I'm out here on a soapbox, don't worry about it. And, <laughs> all right. and um, he makes a plan where he shows her all the ways that she is just like her intelligence and her amazingness makes other people appreciate her and that she doesn't have to hide her light under a bushel and that like her world can all be one big thing because she is worth more than this and in the end he doesn't really like get the girl Mm -hmm. but like their friendship is stronger than ever Mm, because they don't actually need that they both realize that starting a relationship at the end of high school is a really dumb doomed thing and they're both smarter than that Mm. that's all so it's like and i'm paraphrasing here your idea of Get Shorty is basically a black version of She's All That with a better ending. Yes. Cool. I won't tell you anything about the movie. I'll say this, though. For your idea of Get Shorty being a, 
a black-centric movie, do you want to know who the lead actor is? Oh, no. It's John Travolta. I hate this. <laughs> I need you to know, without going into details, you've never been more wrong about anything than you were about City of Brass. <laughs> oh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> so am I. That is perfectly good to hear. But in speaking of that, give me a book title, baby. Ooh, okay. Um, Let's see. A book I've read. Boop, 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 boop. I have one. Satan's Daughter. Satan's Daughter. Alrighty, so. <clears throat> I'm really outing myself right now. Oh, yeah. So, Satan's Daughter, who whose name is uh, Clemissa. <laughs> Clemissa is out here, and she's, she's Satan's Daughter, so what she needs is a dude that can hang with her, both in and out of the bedroom. And for unfortunately, every person she's tried to date, they've just been... Horribly mangled and murdered in some way, just because her kinks are too intense. You know? That is, until she meets Gabriel. Now, Gabriel is something of a fallen angel. So he's a bit of a sourpuss. He's like, <laughs> I was supposed to be in heaven, now I'm here in hell. Fuck this shit. But then, Clemissa comes up to him and says, like, hey, you're looking good. <laughs> and I think we should get to know each other. And it's a, it's a, it's a long-form romance, and Satan doesn't approve of it because he has bigoted views against fallen angels because it's also because unfortunately since it's a, a horny book there's also going to be some weird civil rights allegories in there so. i hope that you know who i am <laughs> so. I, i've also yelled about that a lot so yeah satan's gonna be a, a big racist in this one <laughs> but ultimately clemissa and gabriel they find their way out of hell in a nice little apartment in san francisco just in time for the apocalypse to hit oh. leading into city of breasts i don't know <laughs> And that's the story of Satan's daughter. I need you to know that you're right about it being a horny book and everything else is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we want one more round of this? Or Let's do, we want do to one more round. Let's do one more round. Let's do one more round. I don't know why you're yelling at me. I don't know either. I'm sorry. Give me a title. Oh, okay. All right. Give me a title. Tiffany. Torfany. I need to think oh, for a second. Oh, shit. <laughs> you snapped at me and the Torfany comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, here's one. The Long Kiss Goodnight. So this is an art film. All right. It's a foreign film. Okay. It only has two phrases in it. Hmm. So the beginning of this movie is the end of a date. And someone says in French, May I kiss you? Mm-hmm. And then the other person says... Oui. And then there's a kiss. Okay. And it continues. And the camera zooms out. And the camera zooms out. Mm-hmm. And you can see more and more of the city. And then the camera zooms back in. And they are still just kissing. Mm. And that kiss lasts somehow, some way, for hours. Oh. And it is just the city going on around them as this long kiss goodnight happens. This is what I think this movie is. Okay. Yeah. Do you like my art film? Uh, I like the idea of it. I don't know if I'd like actually watching it. <laughs> but I like that ambition, absolutely. Thank you so much. No problem. It's really dumb. Yeah, yes. Aww. I like that you just you just admitted oh, it. It's fine when I say it, but when you say it it's mean. Oh my god. <laughs> I get it, though. Honestly, I get why you find that me. Um, no, I'm actually totally fine. You're right. It's dumb as hell. No, it's good. Did you, I did a lot of fake Frenchy hand movements. 
that added to the ambiance. Yeah, it did. So for our listeners at home, I'm just going to say sorry. I'm not. Oh, I give you one now. Yeah. I am sorry, listeners. I want you to know I'm sorry that Tiffany thinks nothing of you and believes that this is a podcast for exactly one person. So I'm so sorry, listeners and podcasters. Star Wars. It's not a book. No, shut up. It's, it's got a subtitle. All right. It does. All right. I do know they are books, so go ahead. Yeah, it's on my dick, bitch. All right, that's the end of the episode. Oh, <laughs> no. Actually, vamp for me. I want to look through my Audible. <laughs> no problem, Torfany. So I do know for Hey, I didn't earn that one. You earned it earlier. <laughs> that sass you're giving me. That wasn't for what you said now. That was for the past. Now, I do know that there are, in fact, Star Wars novels. And I do know that they are called The Expanded Universe. And uh, I just want all our listeners to know out there that when it comes to The Expanded Universe... Oh, I'm ready. Oh, awesome. Because I was going to say some real divisive stuff. So go ahead, please. House of Earth and Blood. Okay, Star Wars, House of Earth oh, and... Oh, no, I moved away from Star Wars. It's just House of Earth and Blood. But you've told me it was Star Wars. No, it's different. I oh, changed so my this... mind. Okay, okay, cool. Cool. Perfect, then. House of Earth and Blood. That yes. is a good title. All right. So, we zoom in. Smash Cut 2. Yeah. Well, we can't zoom and do a Smash Cut <laughs> Tiffany. Smash Cut 2. <laughs> Tiffany. I just really like saying it. No, Smash, Smash Cut 2 is a great phrase. I just Smash Cut 2. I just worry about your, your sense of... Uh, how films go? Of filmmaking. No, it's Smash Cut 2. <laughs> it's like, ugh, this film smashes a lot. <laughs> films like me on a Friday night. It's just smashing too much. Every scene in a movie I'm going to make one day, it's just going to be a Smash Cut 2 constantly. There will be no, like, chill transitions. That's very funny for an anxious person like you to I make know. what is maybe the most anxiety-riddled movie of all time. Just- but it's going to be the chillest movie. Do you remember that dumb joke we had? A long time ago, we said we have a, one day we want to make a movie where nothing bad ever happens. Where it's like, oh no, I burned the chicken. Good thing I had an extra. And that movie would just be nothing but smash cut too, though. So. Well, that's a good. That's a good use of your smash cut. Yeah, a movie where nothing happens. That's a good. That's, I'm so sorry. House of Earth and Blood. That's perfect. No, yeah, that's fine. So uh, we do push in on a medical uh, facility, a hospital, if you will. Hospital. And in the middle of surgery, a doctor is trying to perform surgery, but he's bothered. And he doctor's looks around. Doctor's bothered. And then the doc and the the uh, the nurse <laughs> turns to him and is like, Doctor House, what's the problem? No. And then Doctor House is like, Well, I gosh, I just I feel a disturbance of something, and then. Boom, Big Void just pops in the room, and who jumps out but General Grievous from the Star Wars film? I told you this And he's like, mm, Dr. House. <laughs> and Dr. House, and then General Grievous over. fucking kills everyone in the hospital, except Dr. House, who gets out just by the, the, just by the tiniest sliver of chance. He housed his way out of there. Yeah, and so now it is Dr. House versus General Grievous, and at first everything's going bad. When do they fuck? They don't. They fight. Oh, and fucking is like fighting, but with knives. What? <laughs> what indeed, Tiffany? What indeed? Hold on, can I try again? Yeah, let's give you that mulligan. Fucking oh. is like fighting, but with your genitals instead of knives. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all. Yeah. Move along. All right. We're moving on. Uh, But yeah, House of Sand... What was it called? House of Earth and Blood. Earth and Blood, yes. I hope that's right. I hope so, too. <laughs> I can look, but I won't. Continue. She, she says this as she is looking at her phone, by the way. <laughs> Once again, I have to be here to explain all the physical goofs. In no, our- I genuinely didn't want them to know. I well, was just checking real quick. It's well, House I, of Earth and Blood. Well, I snitched you out, okay? Yeah, you little snitch-ass bitch. I am. I snitched you. You little snitchy bitch. You got snitched. By a little bitch. That is correct. Okay. 
so sorry. So, House and Grievous are fighting. Uh, House is able to enlist the uh, the Ewoks, and uh, and General Grievous is able to convince that one lady from the show House that would sleep with Doctor House, but not all the time. Whoa! Don't give me House spoilers. Who fucks House? I don't know, some lady in the show. Oh my god, I'm only on episode three of House. Listen, I never watched House sequentially, (laughs) so I I will say I don't know what happens in later seasons or not, because I've never thought to watch House in order. I just thought like, yeah, you jump in wherever. It's like like Sherlock Holmes. You're like, ooh, what adventure is House doing today? Kind of thing. I'm upset. Also, I don't think House is very good. Anyway. I mean, it's not. It's not. But, you know, for all of you folks who like it out there. Eat my ass. So, and this one, after House... Eat it. House has got the Ewoks. <laughs> General Grievous has got that lady from House whose name I do not remember. Who does? And uh, and they're about to fight. And then who should show up but Thanos? He's back. Oh my god, does he still <laughs> have a glove? But he's a good guy this time. What? Does he have that glove? Yes. But is he going to snap? But his glove is no longer the Infinity Gauntlet. His glove is the Hamburger Helper. And he is controlling <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> That's why he's alive. Hamburger I'm already going to shut this down. This movie sucks. There's too much product placement. It's not a movie. It's a book, you dipshit. This book sucks. Now, that is fair. It is not a good book. It's a bad book. This book sucks. Anyway, Dr. House wins. And... What? Spoilies! Well, yeah, but he kills him, and he's like, looks like I got to make a house call. Is that the last line? No, because then General Grievous like dies, and he's like, you know, God, Doctor House, I will get you in the next eternity. I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts about General Grievous. I'm seeing kind. that. Let's move along to the next game, you weirdo. Okay. All right. So, oh wait. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So the next game, we are going to do a little bit of a game that we have decided to name Smushem. I don't know why you let me name things. I don't know either, Tiffany. But on this <laughs> game, on this episode of Smushem. As you know, we like to take two different properties, books, yes. music, movies, what have you. What have you? Combine two different titles and then try to get our friend on the other side, whether it's me or Torfany. Hey. Who I will call Tiffany now. Thank you. If she's good. Who can say? I, you. you. I don't think so. Move along. I don't think so. So yeah, we're going we're gonna to play a Smush'em game. We're just you know, Smush'em. Now, who wants to go first? You, because I didn't think this through. That's okay. I'm also going to have to think for like a second. Ooh, do you want me to vamp? No. Please? No, I want to... Oh, do you want to vamp? Yes. Okay, I'll give you a second to vamp then. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know you wanted to vamp. In that case, yes, the floor is yours. Feel free to vamp. I'm a little Torfany and I'm real mad. I'm a little Torfany, you think I'm sad. I'm smushums. I'm smushums. And I'm back. Yeah, that was the theme song. I wanted it to end there. <laughs> I wanted it to end earlier, but I'm glad you did that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hurtful. It was. I was He's just, mean. That really was just like, what's like the meanest dig I can get at her? I, it actually didn't fuck with me. You're fine. I would have made you apologize. That's true. All right, so I, I got thought one I needed a theme song. No. Oh. So, uh, you ready for this, Tiffany? I've mixed up a, a book and a TV show for okay. you. War and Peacemaker. <laughs> what do you want from me for this? Do you want... What's it about? Okay. Just, just kind of like we were doing earlier. What okay. do you think that's a, it's going to be about then? So there's a man. Mm-hmm. He's known throughout the lands as the peacemaker. His people, his beautiful people, were amazing. 
they were peacekeepers, but not in the way that people call cops peacekeepers in TV shows and shit. They were mm. real peacekeepers. Good clarification. But then there was a genocide. Okay. Did so it. now, for his people, he must learn to make war. Okay. Coming this fall to NBC. War and peacemaker. <laughs> okay. A man of peace learns to... Learns to have to fight war. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Simple and classic, Tiffany. I thought so. It's all I had. That's fair. All right. You ready to go? You got to vamp. All right. I am going to vamp. Now, dear listeners, I do not have a musical bone in my body. That's a lie. Not in my leg. Not That's in my tibia. Not in my dick. I am not going to do a song for you. Tiffany already made a song. And whether or not we feel good about it, it is just going to be that way. Yes. I got it. Hit me with it. It's a book and a... I think this was the name of the movie. Okay. Iron Black Widow. Iron Black Widow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Iron Black Widow. Do you want to know what those two things are? No. Okay. I want to try. Iron Black Widow is the story of a woman named Clarentine. (laughs) I'm here for your names today. Thank thank you. (laughs) Clarentine, uh, Clarentine's biggest idol is Margaret Thatcher. And, uh... People are really bothered by that. No one in her life likes her. This weird British lady just really loves Margaret Thatcher and her far-right policies. But then one day, the ghost of Margaret Thatcher appears before her. Gasp! And just starts beating the shit out of her. Oh my god! Margaret Thatcher just fucking hates this lady. Because it turns out, and you're going to be shocked by this, Margaret Thatcher is as evil after death as she was pre-death who would have guessed it so she's going after miners i mean specifically people who work in mines not children (laughs) then she's going after miners and the and minorities and stuff like that she's awful oh i love miners (laughs) and this woman clarentine she's like i can't believe i idolized this horrible beast lady i must be the one to put her down and so she gets this whole get up and she's like hey you're the iron lady well i am the iron black widow and so she gets like she gets, like, a dart guns in her wrists so she can, like, shoot it out. Shoot, 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 shoot. And, then, like, a poison dart will come out. But since uh, Margaret Thatcher's in an incorporeal form, that doesn't do shit, which is oh, a stupid idea. Damn. So she fails, but then she's like, ha-ha, joking. It's ghost poison in those darts. <gasps> and then she kills Margaret Thatcher. Wow. The Iron Black Widow. Oh, also, at some point in the beginning, she had a husband, and Margaret Thatcher killed him. Oh, yeah, 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 obviously. It's and what also, pushed her to the war. And also, she's black. <laughs> <laughs> this Asian woman being like, I'm the Iron Black Widow. I guess. Bit of awkward uh, <laughs> awkward semantics on that one. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Give me one. Okie dokie. All right, you ready for this? Not even a little bit. Stanconia, USA. Oh, boy. So, this is about... So this is a story all about how yeah. a random boy lived in a town. Okay. <laughs> that town was Stanconia, USA. And he, man, his family's lived in this town for generations, but he knew he was built. He was made for bigger things. Mm-hmm. And this story is tentatively based on the experiences of Zac Efron, but like not really. Okay. And that <laughs> they just really wanted Zac Efron to play him in the future. Like, when he's older, in the late part of the movie. So they were like, hey, what if we say this is about you and we let you have, like, producing credits? Would you want that? And I don't know anything about movies, so Zac Efron said, yeah. And 
I don't really know a lot about it. They're only really in talks, but I know that, like, he's from this city. And I know at some point there is a part where he talks about the time when he was doing High School Musical. Okay. Stanconia USA is the upcoming <laughs> biopic about... No, no, fictional. Of, okay. A sort of biopic. Right in the mic. Based... I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not editing that out, though. What the fuck? That, that's, that's human nature. So Stanconia is USA is just basically a fictionalized biography of Zac Efron. Yeah, uh, I like that you heard Stanconia and you thought Zac Efron. <laughs> I really did. My brain went, "Ooh, I hope I didn't say Zac Braff," and I didn't, and I'm fine. Ooh, that would have been awkward, but you dodged that bullet. I really well, did. Dude. I was really scared. Good job for you. All okay. right, let's uh, let's let's go on a high note, Tiffany. So you'll give us our last one, not to put pressure on you, but you got this. I want mm-hmm. pocket full of sunshiny day. Pocket full of sunshiny day. Okay, so this was a hit song in the 1920s. Thank you. Yes, and this song was by a man named Reginald Beaverton, and this man <laughs> would go on to find a pretty, uh, a pretty well-known city in the Pacific Northwest. He founded Vancouver, Washington. I fucking hate you. <laughs> anyway, so Reginald Beaverton, crazy dude. It was a 20, so he was real big into that shoe-wop type of music. And so he has this song called... Well, you hit me with that title again. Pocket Full of Sunshiny Day. Yes, Pocket Full of Sunshiny Days. So as you know, things sucked in the 1920s. Yeah. So Pocket Full of Sunshiny Days is... it's it, it, No S. What? No S. Pocket Full of Sunshiny Day. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. So, the Pocket Full of Sunshine Day is about how life is completely shit, and uh, everyone's dying of cholera around you. Mm-hmm. Polio is having a real hell of a year. It's the time of eugenics. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, Pocket Full of Sunshine Day is about trying to get through that day and just find the little bits, little pockets that can uh, make you love life and want to live. And uh, what does that chorus go like? It goes something like. Well, I've got a pocket full of sunshiny day. I've got a pocket full of sunshiny day. Every week I wake up in the morning just to say hey. And my mom looks at me and says, got a pocket full of sunshiny day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the song, at her mom, his mom passes away. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the 1920s. People died really, really young back then. I know we gotta end this. Can I please have a song one? You want a song one? Yeah. Okay. I want one. I mean, I, I can... want it really bad. Okay. Oh. Calm down. Stop. Okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. A song one. We just hadn't done any, and I was like, "Ooh, I wanna." I forgot we did that last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can try to give you a song one real quick, off the top of my noodle here. Um, I don't believe in noodles. That's a shame for you. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Feel Good Incorporated, but bankrupt. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna, <laughs> you're gonna think this is taking a joke from you, because it kind of is, but it isn't. Alright, let's see how this goes. Someone get me out of this cage, because I can't, because I'm stuck in this cage, because this cage is all that I can afford. Y'all know they took my money, and y'all know that I'm bored. Alright. Something like that. That's pretty good. Thank you. What was that chorus go like? Who can say? You. Oh. You can say it. The, <laughs> the person I'm currently asking. I, I thought you'd let me have that. Nope. Uh, 
Uh, the chorus goes like... Actually, you don't have to now that I think about it, because I didn't do a chorus. You, I just did like a... Oh, I didn't do a verse. I only did you, a chorus. You only did a chorus. I only did a bit of a verse. I think that's good then. Okay. That's why I was like, he's going to make me do it again? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. As I was saying, I was like, nah, I don't want to... I'm being bullied. I don't want to put too much pressure on oh, her. Oh, wait. Isn't that the... Happy feeling glad? Isn't that the feel good ink? That is Clint Eastwood. Oh, that is Clint Eastwood. Well, then what's Phil Gooding's chorus? That is, uh... Feel good. Dun, 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 dun. Feel good. Ba, ba, da, 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 da. Copyright strike. All right. Okay, I think I know. You want a little taste? Okay. <laughs> I think it goes... Bankrupt. Ba, ba, da, ba. I used to be rich. Ba, ba, da, ba, 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 da, bankrupt. Feel good. I think it's something like that. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, thank you. Thank Maybe you. better, but wow. But so good, most things, including oh, my verse, including this episode. But too bad, it's over. We're not going to improve it. We won't. We cannot. The lawyers said we can't. But listen, if you think we should improve this, you can contact us at on Twitter. Oh boy, at our handle JokesterPod. J O K E S T E R P O D. At JokesterPod, or you can send us an email, which is just jokesterpod at gmail.com. It is. Not spelling it again. No. Tiffany, where can they leave some thoughts Please for us? Please leave me a review on Apple. You can rate us on Spotify. Um, I'm a little freak, and I've been checking those little schematics, and people have been finding us from other countries, and to them I say hello, I love you the most. Yes, uh... Uh, but yeah, they can find us all over. They can find us on Spotify, Apple, Google, Pocket Cast, and CastBox. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, hey, hey. What's American that? listeners. No, not Chris. Okay. American listeners. Chris and I have something to say to you. Well, I have something to say to you. He's here. Okay. Guys, I still love you guys. I just love that people internationally have found us. Like, guys, come on. Our relationship's stronger than this. American listeners. Whatever. We live in America. I've got no love for you. Ooh, hot take. But I want, I want those Australian listeners. We have one. She's my friend. I know. Down under. Thank you. Ooh, we love her. Hey, you, Australian listener. I'm not going to name her. I would never name her on the pod. Perfect. You, get us some more Australian listens. Get out there. Go talk to Tony Blair, um, (laughs) Auntie Donna. I don't think so. Um... Crocodile Dundee. I don't think so. Um, Please stop being mean to my friend that I really have in Australia. Oh, why can't I think of another Australian celebrity? Because there aren't any koala bears. Wow, that's rude, Tiffany. <laughs> Did you hear that, Tiffany's friend in Australia? She just said there are no Australian celebrities. Hey, wait. Make Watch your... out for those drop bears, by the way. <laughs> hey, um, make your very good partner that I love and jokingly call my best friend listen to this so he knows that I love him more than our American listeners. Gross. All right, so that's going to be it for this episode. Goodbye! Goodbye.